1: Hi, welcome to TFYLP episode 465. I'm Lucas. I'm joined tonight by Phil and Rob. Hi. And Peter.
2: For Destron
1: and Christian.
0: What up? For those of the people who are just listening, I was waving my hands frantically.
1: There you go. That's super exciting.
0: For those people who are watching, no, I was not having a seizure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there there you go. Um, so, so yeah, so tonight uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about moving uh, Transformers. I figured it wouldn't be a bad idea since Peter, uh, I know, moved not too long ago. So I just... I figured it might be a good idea to get some tips from him. Uh, and I know probably a, a lot of us have went through that as well. Uh-oh.
0: He's yeah, and for now. those people listening, Peter is also filming an episode of Blair Witch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, He He's turned white on the boxes uh, behind him.
0: Yeah. So. I thought he was going to get a visual aid
3: for you.
1: But, uh, but before we get into that, I guess there's some, uh, a little bit of news uh, for the Transformers. So one of the things is apparently when we were all uh, discussing about the delay in the movie and how that would impact the toy line, <laughs> apparently it sounds like that uh, the toy line is coming out this year instead of next year. So well, Which
2: is one of the things that we speculated about yeah, when it, relating it to the G.A. Joe movie from 2013, how the Joe line dropped. The movie got delayed. They canceled the second wave or delayed it by a year. And nothing lined up. And the movie bombed, the toy line bombed, and Hazard was like, wait a minute, we need to think this through again about the old Joe movie franchise. So hopefully, this is the one that doesn't meet expectations through sabotage. And they have to rethink the movie line, and we get a reboot in five years. I just want them to stop completely. Just
3: stop. Stop. Like don't with the
1: movies or yeah,
3: with the live action movies, yeah.
1: I mean but they you make don't, money. You don't
3: really want that. Right. I, I do. I'm good you with it. You think you do, I, but you don't.
0: I know I do, actually. I'm I'm good. I'm good, bro. But there's things that the movies, no matter how mediocre or best they are, aside from Bumblebee, bring to the franchise. There's ancillary necessary things that come to it. I'm good. Right. I'm good. I could never buy another toy, and I'd probably be
3: like, yeah, I'm good. You're in a minority. Is it kind of like Dick? I am. I'm totally in the minority. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I am I have a popular opinion here, other than Nick, but Nick does it out of self-loathing. I mean, that's a completely different reason. And yet you end up in the same place. It's but I'm invalidate. happy with my collection, though. There's a completely different places. But, but I, I still like my toys. You? It's uh, inanimate objects, so I don't think they get a say in it.
0: Yeah, no, it's a Toy Story thing. They come alive uh, when you're not in the room. They talk about you. What What I Phil said. They
2: they're watching. They're thinking. They're They've seen judging. some shit. Let me tell you this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, did I just skimmed that listing about the leak the the rise of the best toys? Were any of them like what we would consider like re- regular toys, or was it like the buzzworthy Bumblebee crap, where it's like all one step changers and the shampoo <laughs> bottle toys?
2: it's all add-on junk it's not okay, actual yeah.
0: figures it's all like cyberverse level uh it's not like even that so it's real stuff it's
3: all your gimmicky at, things at some point. Mm. yeah just so like all, all that stuff
1: is eat. gonna clear go. like in
3: five years five years from now they'll get real toys in studio
4: series next year in two years
1: Yeah, I'm assuming with some of that, that uh, the studio series and whatnot, maybe they could have worked or that they are working some of that around uh, so that uh, it doesn't come out so quickly. But, you know, I feel like the other movie stuff, it's just like, ah, what do you do?
0: Um, Well, the studio series stuff I could see taking longer because if they're taking longer to do the movie, like post-production sort of things, like sometimes it takes them a while to get those the models that they're using exactly right. Cause that's almost all done in post-production. So, you know, you, you can have an early design of the toy come out in a kid friendly line, but then for studio series, if they want to be slavish to what's on the screen, they're going to want, this is what the final design that ends up on the screen looks like. Got it. So they put out some deluxes
3: in like rise of the best line. And then in studio series, marginally better versions more accurate and then as a selects like what do they call it? the fan channel the fan channel releases the really accurate
4: one right. it'll probably be like what they did with dropkick and then dropkick like they did the helicopter one first and it was not very accurate but once they got around to the car mold it was very accurate it'll probably be like that or like the well, volkswagen b that everyone hates but
1: well, I'm I'm curious it right too. PMB, with, same thing. with the movie being delayed a year, I wonder if some of the models will actually change their looks, and so then if we'll uh, end up with a situation like the, the masterpiece uh, uh, movie Bumblebee or whatever that came out based yeah. on the Volkswagen, where it like was not
4: accurate at all.
3: It was like based on proto art or something, or right. concept
0: art or something. Concept art, yeah.
4: yeah. I think yeah, they'll probably not repeat those mistakes if they
0: can avoid it. Like so, I don't know what happens when they shelve a movie like this. I don't know if it's like in the background being tweaked and worked on still, or if they're just like, "That's ah, done. We're just going to put it on the shelf and wait." Like, I, they did not just no finish
4: filming, so I'm, I'm guessing they're doing post on it.
0: And do they just want, give they do, themselves a longer deadline to finish the post? I, I Again, I, I wonder know. if
3: something better or more important jumped the line for whatever companies handle handling post productions. in. they're like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, nope. yeah it's we need a bunch right. of CGI for this." But you know what? Fuck this Rise of the Best. We'd rather get whatever the Derp Derp movie is out first and we'll come back to this one.
4: Does ILM yeah. still do the visual effects for Transformers? I think they do. Just a pure guess, so no
3: idea.
0: Yeah, Jim Hansen I Studios, really been... it's
3: all puppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be amazing.
0: <laughs> it would be
4: really
3: cool. Live action Transformers film, but it's all puppets. <laughs> Puppeteering. But...
1: I I will say, though, with the delay in the movie, then a lot of the stuff is probably going to clearance. And so then uh, that will be helpful for Nick and Rick and Peter that they can pick up their stuff even cheaper.
0: Most of the
2: stuff goes to clearance anyway. What you do is you just keep rebuying it and then you use receipt returns and cycle through until you get to the bottom barrel price and you have the best condition packaging at the clearance price. That's 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 every movie every single movie, all that gimmick shit goes on clearance. You get it on clearance. What it's not going to be good for. And, and my obsession and, and, and Nick and, and Rick's illnesses, all of our illnesses notwithstanding, what this is not going to be good for is the bottom line of the toy line for rise of the best. Cause when rise of the best drops in April or may, and it all goes to clearance cause there's no supporting fiction and the, the kids don't give a shit. And it's all creepy monster mutant primal optimist bumble shit. And they have nothing to like, Balance their brain off of it as in like movie stuff. It's not going to sell. It's in the middle of the summer for no summer blockbuster for a movie. That's not fucking there. It's not going to sell. It's going to go to clearance. Hooray. Yeah. It was already going to go to clearance. Now it's going to be super, Right, clearance. but now it's going to go to clearance quick. Yes. Yeah. It's going to go to, and and we going to look at the books and be like, wow, that beast rise, best thing didn't sell probably because not our fault, but kids and fans and dumb people didn't buy it, or whatever. You know what I mean? Not to say that you guys are dumb people. Yeah. Hasbro will blame it on anyone but themselves, is what I'm trying to say. They'll say it's anyone's okay. fault except theirs. It couldn't be a miscalculation on their part. They're smart Hasbro. Look at what they did for G.I. Joe and uh, and IDW and comics in general. and just it, it does seem like
1: in general with the movie that they're doing the exact same thing they did with Bumblebee, where all the movie-branded stuff is is essentially all the trash stuff and yeah the trash Trash. so
2: like still gonna go on clearance still gonna be a failed line bumblebee at least sold because it was released concurrently
0: so so what would you rather have would you rather have a toy that comes out right around the time the movie does that's not accurate to the movie or a toy that comes out six months to a year after the movie does but is accurate to the movie
2: yeah. I don't want any of this shit.
0: It's coming <laughs> regardless, but yeah, it's coming regardless. You can't stop it. I
1: I think oh, the okay. thing that is a little annoying is is that um, for your kid and I don't even know if like whatever this new Transformers movie is appropriate for little kids, but like you know, say that you're you go with the movie with your kid and he likes it for whatever reason, um, then he can't get the toy because like the toy that would be appropriate for him. Because that was out a year ago. And so if you actually want it, it's no longer clearance. It's not out at all. And then you have to go to eBay and you have to pay scalper prices. Um, oh, ho, ho. Know, from,
3: can't imagine this garbage sells for anything good on eBay or does like I, no, this,
1: I, can, I can see it it there does. being like one thing here. It does, there. it does. Yeah. No, that's does. that's the all thing.
2: It's crazy stuff. because
3: no one buys it. Rescue bots, because no one
2: buys it. It all gets yeah. it all gets bought up by moms yeah. and dads and grandmas and shit, beat the fuck by kids, and then the stuff that's packaged and nice mm-hmm. it skyrockets. It's ridiculous.
1: Crazy. Rescue bots is like that. If you look up especially some of the rare stuff, but like really all of it. Is like if you have in package rescue bot stuff, it's actually worth a pretty fair amount just because of that.
3: Yeah, and Paul brings up a good point that I was going to say to you, Phil. Like, I, I want to phrase it a little different, but it's a bit of a false dichotomy. I don't think it's one or the other, unless you're just saying, which one would you rather have between these two? But like,
4: you can That's have what he said two- that is what he
3: asked. I couldn't understand if he was saying.
4: It's, the, the is, is it one
3: of these two hypotheticals, or is he saying you can only have one or the other instead of toys that come out around the movie that are reasonably accurate? Is he saying that's impossible?
4: Saying
3: no, that's, I'm not saying
0: it's impossible. What okay. I'm saying is the, the track record, even even for non-Transformers movies, if you look at Avengers Endgame, there were Marvel Legends that came out with for Avengers Endgame that were not screen accurate because Marvel and Disney were keeping that movie so... Tight and close that Hasbro was given some, you know, pre production concept art pieces to do toys off of. And so, what actually hit when the movie came out was close, but not right. And then it was been what, how long since Endgame came out? Two years now? Three Three years. Uh, Three years now. So, it was last year that we got movie accurate. Endgame toys like we got Fat Thor and and we got the the Tony Stark, you know, I am Iron Man right at the end scene. But it took it took Hasbro two years after the movie came out to get these two shelves because Disney slash uh, Marvel was keeping that so hush hush. So, you know, again, we might get we might get screen accurate toys when the movie comes out because of the delay if they have all that stuff done. Before the movie comes out, it's true. If it's done now, they could refine the toys now, and they come out a year. Yeah. But if
3: the post processing isn't done, that's where they could keep changing the models around, and that's where you get not accurate stuff anymore.
4: Well, and that's why we're getting all the B movie first five minutes on Cybertron (laughs) stuff now because that was the last six month addition to that movie.
0: Yep. And it just it takes time.
3: So who's going to be excited to buy a figure of Optimus Primal that is totally going to have like a bamboo big pink ass, for whatever reason? You know it's going to happen,
0: right? Like that's Dude, what it's going to be. Was green. Surge will be.
3: No, the bamboo, a bamboo.
0: Bamboo. Oh, you yeah. said bamboo.
3: I probably did, yeah. I probably that's, did. Yeah. My my brain doesn't work good these days. But yeah, they're going to have the big pink butt. He's totally going to have that.
2: They're going right? to and they're going to mention it out on, on screen. They're like. You know, Optimus Prime's gonna be like, "You have a big pink ass," and then everyone's gonna be like, uh-huh, "And he's gonna like scratch his butt and throw it." I mean, dookie. Lego, <laughs> he'll Lego, throw he a, oh,
3: he'll throw it at Megatron. Lego put
0: out a tiger set this year that does have an anus. <laughs> Saw that. I mean,
3: animals have anuses. Yeah, I don't know if robo robo animals need it, but you know, first time they're breaking new Paul, ground, guys. Paul Humbly brings peaked.
1: up a good point that this way they can sell the same toys like two or three times. Like what Rob brought up. I mean, that's kind of Hasbro's strategy these days anyway. Yeah. So,
0: you know, Hey, like wrong. with Marvel legends right, too. and then do it a little more, right. And right. keep buying it
2: incremental improvements. This is Hasbro's shtick and has been forever.
3: Yep. I mean, for, yep. for what it's worth, like Marvel movies are much more, you know, Important. I mean, none of this is important, right? But you know, versus you know, some transformers movie on the side, nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody's like I trying mean, to break in and leak news about it. They make a
1: lot of money, and like oh, to the average to the average person, like this is transformers. You know, I mean, transformers movies
0: are that. larger than some countries' economies. Right.
3: Well, that's because there's true. a lot of crappy countries. Okay, You can't even be better than Rise of the Bests. I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: it's the best
3: dude it's
1: rise of the best so watch out <laughs> Catherine says that we sound jaded just now
3: are you a new listener Is this the first time you've tuned in <laughs> there's so yeah. more out of five yeah. of that us are kind of like, like i do
0: you. i do feel what bad happened to those bright-eyed bushy-tailed gentlemen that talked about transformers Aww. with fists I such I like I was
4: nice trying. boys I, that's I, what i'm up against
1: i do feel a little bit bad that a lot of us will talk about like the movie stuff with like such disdain and the same thing with the unicron trilogy as well and it's like you have an audience that's christian's age him and surge that love that stuff that's their nostalgia whatever so it's you know and like we said before that new netflix show that god there's gonna be someone that loved that and you know 10 20 years from now is gonna be nostalgic for that so
3: so this is relevant to that conversation i recently watched like over the weekend the animated transformers movie you know from 86 with my 11 year old and she enjoyed it. She watched it all and she liked it. So just just saying, it's not like you know we like I'm as happy as anybody to dunk on G1 because it's pretty dumb. Like I admit it's rose tinted goggles when I enjoy it, right? Like I'm totally honest about that. But she still found the movie entertaining, and I thought the movie's still entertaining as well. But you know, it's got a few it got some issues too. But right. just saying, it's not like oh everything old was crap. Necessarily, I just kind of think it was all crap. I guess is really what I'm getting at. It's just what crap do you like, right? Except for I animated spent, and I, most I spent of these. Wars. The
0: running time of the movie last night, transforming purple potato. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. I made that yeah. decision. It's so cool, but it, it was is so worth painful. It, but it the getting that back fuselage part was yeah. My wife heard me cursing. Hmm,
1: hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, it's the same with that Grimlock, that IDW Grimlock from Planet X, too. I've heard that that's not fun to transform either.
4: He it,
3: it's a, a lot different of a case. Like, Purple Potato is a bunch of a gajillion things that move. The Grimlock is a very simple transformation. They just didn't make it easy to do. There's too much you gotta fold stuff around. It's like it's an obvious transformation, but getting it there, you wanna phase plastic through other plastic. And that's and just for engineering.
1: Yeah.
3: Well it's just it's clearance. It's not tolerance, it's clearance. It's just so, I don't know. Sloppy engineering, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. All right. Well on to the posted topic. Uh talking about Well, wait, reading... wait, 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 oh, wait. I've got another topical <laughs> topic to Okay, sure, no,
2: sure. We need to so, move on, you guys. We got move Yeah, yeah. See, on.
1: Paul, this will be hour two that we'll we'll
0: discuss the so um hey. I'm Peter. Are we getting a Superion from Fans Toys? Is this happening?
2: Yeah.
0: We we got arms revealed today. We didn't get Superion revealed today, so I don't know if we're still getting a combiner or not, but we got the last two components of a Superion combiner. Uh, of a fans toys combiner revealed this morning as well as two more mini bots.
3: And what I'm going to have to do is go back and look at the original like announcement of the Superion, where they showed the combined mode mm-hmm. and see which pieces look like pieces that are going to come off that they're going to throw in a box together and say it's a thing. You know, yeah. for the combiner show. But I think that's what they're going to do.
2: Maybe it'll we'll come with the giant fine.
3: purple Griffin. A giant
2: what? I mean, giant what? The giant purple, purple. Griffin. Mm.
1: XTB already feel like it's like, a reference threw audience. the gauntlet
4: down of throwing it's an extra tra- thing a, out there. It's
2: for... a, exactly, it's a Transformers reference. I know we're not here to talk Transformers. We're here to talk fans, <laughs> toys, fingers or I, something. I,
4: Peter, if they do a, a giant purple griffin, I may buy that. I
2: sure. would swoon, I would faint away, and I would expect that the reality that I was in would evaporate immediately because that's just too fucking perfect.
4: I'm still waiting for my Skylink to repaint.
3: From the episode "Aerial Assault," Man, I don't remember is... this thing at all. Wait,
1: wait. Oh no, I guess the Hasbro one's not.
4: Episode fifty-eight. Shattered,
1: Shattered Glass Skylinks.
4: If they choose to make new Shatterglass Skylinks, actually, giant purple Griffin, I will be fine with that. Because they can't make make actual Glass Skylinks using the Skylinks they presently have. Wow.
3: That's totally a Skylink repaint with a different head, instead of like yeah. you know a, a dragon to a Griffin head and.
4: Good. I've been saying that, that since works. Combiner Wars. Peter has also been saying that since Combiner Wars. So, Why,
0: Christian, can't We're... they do the Skylinks? we have? It's reversed. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a completely different thing. Same colors. The components are flipped. So, yeah. I mean, fans toys... I think we've touched upon this a little bit in previous episodes, but Fan Toys has been doing their impression of bots of just like ah, a ton of stuff coming out. Um, and and yeah, you know, we'll see. So, someone someone in the Fans Toys Facebook group posted just the screenshot today of like, or yesterday, of like, "Hey, Fan Toys is dead," which is what people were saying like a year or two back, and you know, everybody everybody
3: says everything is always dead all the time, right? Yes. But you know it's not dead. Trying to move your crap.
1: Oh, are, are we actually going to get to get to that? I, I'm one? trying so, to help, man. So, wow. okay. uh, moving moving toys. Um, Peter, I noticed that you have. Sure, are we some... talking
0: about Skylinks and Trypticon toys that move, like battery operated? They walk. Uh, Omega Supreme, like how to keep those batteries? As
3: presenter, can you choose who to mute? Just... <laughs> I
0: think you <he laughs> can bad, actually.
1: Yeah, I'm too lazy for that. So, Peter, I noticed you have some bins behind you. Did you recently move?
2: See, I am I am not a bin lifer. I I am totes.
1: Or totes, a collector. Yeah.
2: Uh so yeah, I I've moved recently, like a long time ago, and I never unpacked. And by a long time ago I mean two thousand three. Um the end.
3: You you know, fun See? fact: There's not even any toys in there. They're just totes. He
0: just really what, likes what totes. What people don't realize is that every week Peter is doing these episodes from a new
2: location. <laughs> He's constantly moving. Can't they're they're following me, man? Okay, <laughs> story time, and then we'll, we'll I'll breeze through this. Uh, I'll move us right along. 2003, I joined the military because I'm dumb, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, America and I packed up all my stuff at that point it was only Gen 1, Gen 2, Beast Wars, Machine Wars some Japanese stuff, Armada, RID not in that order Uh, and the very 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 beginning inkling of Energon packed everything up moved first wife didn't want me to have toys she didn't tell me that when we were dating she told me that after we got married it was a trick Uh, so I didn't unpack the toys and then uh, I got into some trouble and had to go away for a while and uh, then my toys stayed packed up for that. And then I started deploying all the time when I got out of trouble. And, uh, and so I, I kept my stuff packed up. I just kept buying toys, kept buying toys, kept buying toys. So all my stuff was packed. And then when I was deploying, I wouldn't keep my apartments or my houses or whatever. I would move into a storage unit. And then when I got home from wherever I was going, I would take it out of the storage unit and not unpack it. Just leave totes stacked up floor to ceiling, wall to wall in multiple rooms of my house. And uh, then I finally moved again after umpteen years uh, of living in a storage unit. That's when the Infinity Closet started. That way I didn't have to keep moving it over and, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And now I have a house that's big enough to keep everything in it. So I just keep it in every room of the house. Moving, everybody.
1: So, what is your why or um, your human family? Part. Uh, feel about the the fact that there's bins in every room do they do they like that do they like the the backdrop of bins uh, or totes or whatever
2: the the boy wants totes for his stuff oh no it is everyone propagated else, yeah everyone else th- these ones aren't staying in here uh, they gotta go uh eventually somewhere but yeah so moving sucks, and moving your toys, especially when it's like delicate stuff and you don't want it to get hurt, sucks. Uh, some people, when they're moving or mailing things, they just throw it all in a bin, and they don't use any padding, and they let they let the USPS do what it's going to do, or they let the movers do what it's going to do, and shame on them.
1: Or say they shame ship on. it in a pizza box.
2: They ship it in a pizza <laughs> box, or they they ship it attached to its stand, and the stand is clear plastic and they just kind of like, eh, it'll be fine. And then the stand breaks and everyone's like, what happened? Um, there's any number of examples of just bad shipping or bad moving stories. I I
1: do like it when I sell something on eBay and I'll put it in a priority mailbox and like package it very well, like a Marvel legends or something. And then I'll ship it and then I'll, I'll get bad feedback because they say the shipping is too expensive Like, I should have just thrown it in a bubble mailer and shipped it that way because it would have been cheaper. And I'm like, And at that point,
2: you would have gotten bad feedback because it got crushed. This guy was too stupid to put it in a box. Jeez, what's wrong with him?
1: Right. I mean, it wasn't, like, actual bad ratings. It was just, like, that the person was like, oh, the shipping's too expensive. And it's like, shipping is what it is. It's there when you bought it. Right, right, exactly. And And it clearly states it, like, on the bottom of...
3: Yeah, of, You can just you know, not buy it if you think it's,
1: it is, but yeah.
3: I mean, eBay sorts by price plus shipping. Yeah. That's how it's worked it, for a long time. You, you just, you just
0: do the trick of charge. Don't charge them for shipping, but increase the price of the item by five bucks.
1: <laughs> exactly. That too.
0: I have done that. I, I think I, that's it, what I do all the time. It I, depends I almost on always the just make it in the, the, charge for shipping. Yeah. It depends part, on what
3: it is. If I have something heavier right. or larger and yeah, yes. I, I, I split it out over something that's kind of a little more desired I mean, or whatever when i know it won't matter but if it's cheap stuff yeah just bake it in there right just avoid the situation
4: so for moving i there were a couple of years where i moved like every year like i had there was a, well, at one point i had three apartments within six months or something Oof. crazy like that because when i moved from greensboro to charlotte i moved 40 days later from my first apartment to my second child apartment because that didn't work out so i moved it a bunch of times all at once I've never had an issue with toys themselves moving like my my stuff, my loose stuff just lives in bins separated by series. Actually, before bins, it was cardboard boxes, but like file banker boxes Mm. and they survive. But I've also been making. You know, 100, 150 mile trips, nothing crazy. What has been interesting to move are all of my glass display cases, those are way more complicated to get done, but I found a way to do it. You know, you stuff it full of soft things like all of my clothes. I don't have to have, like, boxes for my clothes that just go in in there to kind of brace the walls together. Then you wrap it in blankets so I don't have to have boxes for my blankets and sheets because I just wrap them up. And then you tape them, and then you do um, that that big wrapping cling wrap roll. You just kind of wrap it and shrink wrap mm-hmm. it all together. It's all protected and nice and safe, and I've never had a dent off crack or break or anything i'm knocking on wood just in case the next time but it's worked really well but yeah for me it's never been about the toy it's been about the accoutrement that's been difficult to move if and there's a big difference too i think if are you
3: moving your stuff or or at least are you moving you know the toy boxes or are you having a moving company do it because you know hired movers are going to treat it very differently
4: than you are and then i drive the u-haul that's how it's been the first couple of moves I moved it myself and then I still move the high value stuff myself or like the big stuff, like the four maxes of the world and the Metroplexes yeah. and the whatever's too big to fit in a reasonable box. I will take by myself or if it's the super valuable stuff, like what I think I moved my botcon stuff, my masterpiece stuff myself last time. It's been a couple of years now, but generally speaking, they, I, I, lo- I personally will load them onto the moving truck. And then I drive the moving truck. So it's generally kind of fine. I do have the movers do the cases, though, because I'm now old.
3: Yeah. When I moved into this house in 2015, and I think everybody here already knows this story, and you've probably seen the pictures. I just took my G1 stuff and literally put it in. I just threw it in a tote. I didn't put padding. I didn't do nothing. I was also moving literally five miles down the road. Just up, down a corner, and into a different subdivision. That's all I did. Um still it made a lot of people cringe, but I was like, I'm just I like I put that, I put all my toys in the totes like that, use no packaging. And honestly, once you get to post or even later G1 and on, it's all just plastic. And all like hardy stuff. Yeah, it's like unless you're like right. throwing them or like putting something really heavy on top of it, you're gonna be fine. Like I gingerly place them in there. Tuck the lid on and put it in my car and I, I carried it over slowly I over do time.
4: everything gingerly. <laughs> right. Same.
3: <laughs> um, but like, then you had Black Zarek. And I had a few other, you know, GPS things that like, I just put them in my front seat. <laughs> you know, again, thankfully it was such a short drive. Um, even then, uh, Black Zarek still took a, a chip on the way over. His shield on his arm. I was too afraid to take it off. And it ended up falling off at one point when I got to the new house. And I was lucky only a small corner broke off, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that, that toy is just it's just dust waiting to happen anyways.
0: Um, I think, Rob, you bring up a couple of good points that, like, you know, the distance of the move is important. So if you are, like Zaldron said, like electronics and the, the toys went in his vehicle, his car, like... If you're doing a short move, like, you know, one town to the next or in the same town, and you can just use your own personal vehicle to transport some of that, that's probably the best way to do it when you're talking about the higher end, more fragile stuff. Um, you know, the more the more expensive stuff that you want to make sure personally, like, stays in good shape, that's great. I mean, you know, there, there is a reason, too, why I keep boxes for my high-end masterpieces for reselling and packaging if, if i ever need to do that um will i ever do that i don't know so probably have to retransform half of them and you know uh that's not exactly fun um you know but it's it's one of those things that at the end of the day um that is one of the reasons why i've said i've got bins full of uh, uh mp and third-party boxes in my crawl space
1: so, so funny story about that. Um, so when I sold a lot of my masterpiece and third party, you know, I was going through and I was like, man, am I going to regret this? And it was like part of the reason I, I had done this because, you know, a lot of them, I just didn't like transforming them multiple times and whatnot. And so then when... I had to sell them like a lot of them. I did have to transform it. And so having to like transform 15 third party toys, like it once like that for shipping is like absolutely horrendous. And I was like, Oh, thank God I sold these things. <laughs> like, like, this is so horrible. I never want to do this again. So
0: cause they <clears> multiply, it doesn't stay 15.
1: Right. Well, I'm saying at the time, you know, like yeah. we're doing it, selling them in batches and whatnot.
0: Yeah, no, because when I moved to this house, it was about five and a half years ago, I had maybe half a dozen MP kind of stuff. And it's now maybe like five dozen. I mean, for people like myself,
3: where my collection is a large collection of loose figures, I'm not going to transform any of it. (laughs) You know, and that's how it was. And it's just I'm going to gingerly place it all in this tote, put the lid on it. And I'll slowly, piecemeal over time, brought totes over to the new house, you know. And again, my, that was my situation and what worked. It was a close move, and I had... we had bought the new house while we were still living in the old house. You know, a lot of times people have to rent in the middle, or you got to get a storage unit, you know, or you're moving farther, you know. There, there's a whole bunch of things where that isn't always, you know, feasible. Um, um, or- another thing is if you have to do a really long move, you may want to look at packing it. You definitely don't want to pay people to pack it though. Like, I don't know if your typical moving company is going to, is going to pack collectibles anyways. They probably would nope out of that pretty hard. And, the, and you can mm-hmm. buy insurance no. for it. But they don't call it insurance. They're not allowed to call it insurance. It's illegal. I, I write software for moving companies, but like your typical packer is like around 55 bucks an hour for one okay. person. And so if you have a larger collection, <laughs> bubble wrap every figure and put it in there, you are going to spend an insane amount of money for them to do it. So I well, think again, it's tough like, if you have like a big, you loose said, collection. they don't
1: know what is fragile versus not necessarily like the average mover would have no idea about gold plastic syndrome, you know?
0: Yeah and they don't know where it's going to be more fragile. You know, what are the joints that you need to watch out for? Um, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, always back at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, and, and the next thing you know, like, you know, they're, they're losing a finger to some third party, you know, sharp spike.
3: Yeah. You're going to break off little pieces. Like even then, like if you give them a figure, if you get got the guns like in their hands, you know, you're going to wrap it open and pop something's going to break, you know, just because yeah. they, they don't mess with it. They don't know. Um, Also, like if you know it's coming and you have a a larger collection that isn't already boxed or something, um, start packing early. Like we knew we were house hunting a year before we ended up buying a house and I started packing then. I started well selling stuff that I decided I was done with, as well as packing. I started really early so that when we sold on the house, you know, I already had like eighty percent of the room in totes, you know, which
4: but again that's like almost a year of packing early. Um, Just I've never packed that far out, but I've I've been a renter. I am house hunting, but it's probably not going to happen. But I know that what I have on display, I could pack in a week or less. But when you know, just of the toys, just of the toys, not everything else. So it would take me about two months to pack, maybe a month to pack everything and just be like, bloop, everything's packed. It's been a month. Now I'm gone.
2: When you were regularly, I could pack down my apartment in three days. My totes, my totes That's were tight, all in, but... one, yeah. All my totes were in one room. They're all stacked up, nice and neat. So you just throw those in the storage. And boom, 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 boom. One, one or two U-Haul trips. Uh, I gave a lot of stuff away though, because I'll just rebuy it. <laughs> Whatever. Not, not toys. Like household junk. I don't need this bed. Gone. I don't need this dresser. Gone. I don't need any of this shit. Gone. Yeah, I've yeah. known people that have like but the toys. Those. They'll spend 50 bucks
3: a month on a storage unit to hold $300 worth of furniture, (laughs) you know, and they'll have it for a year. Just like, just what are you doing? Just get rid of that furniture. You can buy new furniture. Like sometimes you have family heirlooms or something, I guess, whatever, but it's a couch, (laughs) you know?
0: I do think the storage unit thing is, is a point to, to stop on for a second if you are doing a storage unit you know make sure whatever you're storing in there you've got you know waterproofing setups both uh from above and below because you can get seepage pretty easily in those units and anything that's on the floor will you know, especially if it's cardboard you're, you're going to get and water seeping in there more likely than not so um you know buy some of those metal shelves to put in the storage unit put put it's anything cardboard on those metal shelves or anything that's actually on the floor in a plastic tote that, uh, is going to be waterproof from the bottom. And again, make sure the top, make sure the tops of things are covered with, you know, blankets or, or saran wrap, something that is going to protect it from water dripping from above.
2: The guy in the unit yeah. next to mine, the whole roof fell in on his, the whole ceiling and he had like car car parts and things. And I don't know. So he I was, he was, was good.
3: I, I bet that was a fun conversation with whoever manages those units.
2: It was a U-Haul storage joint. Yeah. And then they were just like, these things happen. Sometimes they fail. And like, I was coming in to do, cause I had multiple units in a row. That was the infinity closet. And I came in and the guy was like, literally he had a snow shovel. And then he was snow shoveling out all the muck and insulation and shit that was all over the floor like whoa 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 what's going on in here like freaking ceiling fill in bro and i'm like no so i ran over past him and all my shit was fine and he's like you got lucky bro i'm like yeah i got lucky bro cool sorry about your stuff but i did i got lucky bro
0: they do make uh sensors these days you can get for um your home for if there's water uh leakings things that that you just they're, they're, you know, little cell operated sensors and you can pop them in there and they'll get an alert on your cell phone on an app. Like, oh, there's water in here and uh, rush over to wherever that is, whether it's in your basement. I've got several of them from my home security system in my basement. Um, but you can get some some ones that aren't need to be set up by any security system and uh, just pop those into a, uh, you know, storage. unit I, Well, I take it back. They might need to be Wi-Fi connected. So I apologize. I'm not sure you can use that in a storage unit. So another
3: interesting, interesting thing about my move, Yes, Christian. Just, when, you know, you were having that where you were going apartment to apartment pretty quickly. Yeah. Did you even bother unpacking at that point? Or, or did they all like catch you by surprise and you're like, shit, back in you go. Uh,
4: just a bit. Like, Lucas, you remember that shelf that you made me change my whole collection over, the, the tiny black shelf? Uh-huh. I'd unpacked enough things to go on that just cause I was there for over a month and I want to have something to mess around with. But most of it, I, I knew pretty quickly I wasn't going to stay there. I just had to get my finances in order to move again within a month. And so I didn't unpack the rest of it. You can go back in the TFYP archive and see kind of what I had. Cause I was, I cast there for a couple shows just cause I was there, but yeah, no, I didn't unpack. And I was actually going to talk about my procedure for unpacking. Cause it usually takes me a while once I moved. Cause I think an important thing to take into account when you move to a new place is planning where your collection's gonna go. Like, you gotta pick out which collection or which room is gonna be your collection room. I picked and then switched it. <laughs> yeah, Peter, you don't have to flex <laughs> on me so which, hard. Which, which rooms?
3: All of them? I think the yes, better which, question which is, is which room s- are you not gonna put toys in? her Which office of seven guest houses is bathroom. it going to
2: be for your collection i get it <laughs> i have robots in the bathroom because she said that there are there's no way that you're going to have robots in the bathroom and i immediately dug out some and go-bots challenge and put accepted them. yep exactly challenge of the GoBots. Uh, challenge the GoBots oh, to God. be in my bathroom anyway so there. perfect place for your robot because
4: it's a good opportunity
2: to replan your
4: space because right now wherever you are wherever any of you guys listeners wherever you are you're probably like hmm i could do something different with my space or i I would like it if this was better. Or this was here. Or this was over there.
2: When you move, you can do that. So be sure you plan your crap. Make sure it's just full life upheaval so that you can reorganize your collection, guys. Go for it's it.
4: it. I mean, it's, yes. it's not worth that just for that, but it is a good side effect.
2: I mean, for what it's worth, you don't have to have
3: a move to do that. Um, you don't. When it's I, just convenient. Yeah, it definitely is. It is a good time because you're going to have to go through that anyways. You might as well think ahead a little bit instead of just throwing it back up. Like when when I put my collection back up here, it was just right back on my garage shelves. And it took me probably eight months to get everything back up. I mean, yeah, if I have just sat down and done it all and grinded it out, yeah, I could have got it in a week or two or whatever, right? Yeah. After work. But who wants to do that? You know?
4: Um, yeah, don't make your collection a chore. Don't make it like that. Take yeah. the time. Be like, okay, what actually goes here? And for yeah. Rob, Rob, I'm guessing it's similar to the setup you had before. Not now, but when you did the garage shelves. Yes. But if you're changing it up, change it up. Or if you want to change it up, change it up. Or if you don't, don't. But don't make you resetting up your collection a chore, because then you'll hate it. Just yeah. kind of do it as you, as, you, as you go and set it up and make it nice a little bits yeah. at a time.
3: And when when I switched over to my Billy's from the garage shelves, I mean, I basically packed up my collection again. You know, or like big chunks of it. I was like, I'm going to get rid of, well, I started back here. And I was just like, everything that was there went in totes. And, you know, and then I put up the new shelves and then put stuff over. And then, you know, slowly just kind of, a bunch of stuff went to totes, less went on the shelves. And then eventually it's like, uh-oh, I'm out of
4: space and there's all this stuff in totes. Time to call it Nick, <laughs> right? So... Can we talk about totes? I know Peter would like to talk about totes. Okay, no. You don't want to talk about totes? I do. I think it's important to make sure you have appropriate storage for your crap. Totes are so
3: much better than cardboard boxes. The handles and the lids, so good.
4: Mm -hmm. I upgraded my file boxes to the archival container store boxes, which are very expensive. And you probably don't need to go that far. But also, don't get the shitty totes that you can find for like a dollar, because they will get sticky and disintegrate in two years, and they'll
2: get shit
4: all over your transformers, and you will
2: hate it forever. Don't buy yeah. them.
1: And they crack.
2: crack. Yeah, the cheap, cheap clear ones crack. The cheap opaque ones get slimy. There's a goo. It's that, slimy, yeah. There's a goo that comes out of them when you leave them like closed for too long, even in climate control. Going back to something that Phil said earlier, when you're talking about moisture in the storage units and whatnot that's like for actual seepage and whatnot make sure you're storing wherever it is storage unit your mom's house the basement in iowa whatever make sure it's climate controlled because otherwise your stuff is going to suffer and then you'll suffer because your stuff suffered and then you'll be sad and you'll have to buy it all again
3: i don't know what y'all are talking about with the slimy totes um the 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 totes i bought definitely weren't expensive they weren't a dollar though um, definitely don't buy the clear ones. The same reason why clear plastic in transformers is bad is the same reason to- the, the totes are bad. Right. Um, but I've had
4: my new totes are clear and they are totally fine, but they're also the super expensive archival yeah. ones that aren't supposed to seep or do anything crazy. It's a bit different. So, yeah. bit different.
3: Um, I don't know if this is reliable, but we got a lot of our totes at target after Halloween, they had yellow or orange and black totes, you know, halloween colors and they were just super discounted for whatever reason at like three bucks each and so we just bought all that they had at the time and they've been super useful for years you know not only just moves or storing toys temporarily but like our older girls clothes <laughs> you know we'll go in there and you just kind of keep recycling find other uses for those over time we could probably pare down a few at this point but um if you don't need them right away, but you know you would like them or might need them in the future, it can be good to just try to find out like, hey, if unless you're like Peter and it's like all my totes need to match, <laughs> you know, like I you mean, can hunt around and get I, them kind of cheaper.
1: I will say it is somewhat annoying uh, with the totes where, you know, like I feel like I would just buy a tote like before before um you know i would just randomly buy totes right and then like oh i have all these ones where they're not the same size they don't really like you know stack all that well and whatever and so like i know what i've kind of moved to uh personally like is those like black and yellow ones like the black ones with yellow lids you get it home depot and a thousand other places and, and whatnot. And so we, like, not necessarily, like, with storing toys, but just storing other random crap, because, like, they stack better um, for me um, and whatnot. But I, I feel like that there is somewhat of a planning. It's kind of the same thing with, like, planning your shelving uh, a little bit, uh, where you want it all to match somewhat is, is that, you know, kind of figure out, Um, like what space you're putting them in. So it's like, if you're moving stuff and then this is, this also has to do with like going to shows and whatnot. So like, if you're, uh, going to like a convention and your totes don't fit right in your car, um, you know, that's going to be, or SUV, whatever, whatever you rented um, you know, that's going to be a problem too. So it's kind of, there is a little bit of planning that you want to kind of go through, um, for, for some of that stuff. So,
4: um,
0: Peter, please correct I will me if I'm say, wrong. like, think about the math on totes though. Like if you think like, man, I don't want to spend a lot on totes. Let's say you're buying 10 totes and, oh, there's $10 totes and there's $5 totes and you don't want to buy the $10 totes. And that's a lot. I'm like going high end. Even five dollars for a tote might be, you know, somewhat on that high end. But like, think about that. You're buying ten totes. You're going to save yourself fifty bucks for if you buy the ten, the five dollar ones versus the ten dollar ones. You just save yourself fifty dollars. Cool. It's the price of one toy. But thing about it, if you have two toys break because you bought cheaper totes, the, the, there there goes the math equation of what you saved.
3: Well, totes that's aren't going to break totes your toy. Totally, Twenty five dollars. No. Totes oh, they will. If they're slimy totes. If
0: you, yeah, if, oh, if you're if that's you, different, if your totes break or if, if you know, they they don't prevent water from seeping in. Like if you buy cheaper totes, depending upon how long you're storing them, depending upon, you know, where you're storing them, like cheaper totes, you can see the negative cost of those cheaper totes. And if it yeah. ends up you save 50 bucks, but you damage two toys that are each worth $50, you, you lost Spend money. the
4: money. Spend yeah. the money. Don't necessarily spend my money, because I went crazy and bought the twenty five dollar totes each. But I also did that over the course of two years, three years. Just, just replace them as I went. But Peter, the slimy totes, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe those are Rubbermaid totes.
2: The the lower end rubber made totes. They made a there was a different line. That's what these are. Uh, I mean they're okay. still Rupnecks, but they're they're a different consistency. They don't get that film on the inside. Um Rico's Rupnecks? Yes, Rico's Rupnecks or rat checks okay. next horrible horrible <laughs> lovely <laughs> delightful Saw it in theaters more than once oh i don't
4: know what that is i'm talking about that slimy toads
2: starship oh, um, troopers okay. um, uh paul verhoeven but yeah I, these are these are 20 to twenty-three, twenty-four 24 depending on era that i was buying them in i have about 200 of them um and they've got racks in the thing and racks in the thing and racks in the thing and stacks in the wherever and meh. Spend the money. Buy the good totes. It'll reward you.
1: I mean, I think yeah. just in general, like you see that even with shelving as well, where people like yes. overload their shelves, Like you've seen the like plastic or glass shelving where they put too much weight based on the like rating or whatever. And then they're like, oh, my like thousands of dollars worth of toys that was on a 50 dollar shelf like you know that just don't collapsed that. now they're all like messed up spend but the money and then the they're mad at
2: with... the shelf they're mad at the shelf because they overloaded it they're mad at the shelf because they fucked it up they're mad at the shelf because they didn't follow instructions or take precautions or put any thought into it spend i don't the money. i don't feel bad yeah. when people uh, i'm gonna be shelves
3: explode devil's advocate <laughs> a bit like if you're planning on storing something in a tote for ten years, I think a lot of this matters more than yes. if you're doing it for a single move. Your totes are going to be fine; they're not going dising- to disintegrate into slime in a week, you know. And also, like that's true. I don't, I don't care if you're using fancy totes or cheap totes; you can't stack them to the ceiling. They can only take so much weight. Peter, <laughs> like <laughs> I've, we, we've seen the Affinity closet. There's shelves in there. And you can stack a couple on there depending on what's in them. You know, don't be stupid. Um, but you're going to have to have shelves on them if you're like trying to stack them up. And for that, again, as Peter was just saying, you have to check what can your shelf hold. You know, it's probably going to be like a wire-type rack shelf or something will probably work best for that. Um, but, you know, a lot of this really depends on what it is. And if we're talking about for moving, I don't know, man, my $3 totes, I've been kicking ass for a decade, but you know, they don't sit there piled with stuff. Oh my goodness. They don't sit there piled with stuff
1: but, for, but what for if, that decade what if you think, bearing weight. What if you think that you're moving for uh, a couple weeks and whatnot, but then it turns into 10 years.
3: One, stop lying to yourself. <laughs> and two, you had 10 years to upgrade your totes when you realize it's going to be a longer situation. Yes. Operation monochrome tote
2: 2011. Operation Monochrome Tote in 2011 was when we upgraded from the 17 the – I'm sorry, the 18-gallon cheapo Rubbermaid Roughnecks to the 37-gallon Rubbermaid Roughnecks. And our whole collection, we swapped it over over the course of about a year. And uh, the end. Well, okay. The original Operation Monochrome Tote, it was called Monochrome because we had a bunch of different colored Rubbermaid Roughnecks. And the first round of it was – there were the you know, blue ones and the green ones and the black ones ones and the gray ones and i no, home depot had all one color and it was gray with a black lid so i replaced all my blue ones with gray with a black lid and all my green ones and all my uh, the oddball ones and then we upgraded from that size to the bigger size
1: so do you ever have to worry that like you know these these totes like if you're talking about over the course of a number of years like them i don't know like like getting rid of those totes and getting something new and and then not being able to find the totes, they, like... ne- they
3: nest when they're empty, which is nice. No, but I'm so saying this don't... is
1: like if you say you, you went Stop from the, manufacturing gri- the that blue tote. to the, yeah, they quit manufacturing that tote. Have you ever ran into that issue? Yep.
2: Yeah.
3: That's why it helps to not be OCD about your totes. If they can stack,
0: then you're good. Just, my just totes let it are go. very not OCD. Half of my totes are hand me downs from my parents. And they're all kinds of different shapes, colors, and sizes.
3: We have like four different types of totes whenever, you know, because we bought them in batches with whatever was on sale at the time. But like you just put the the slightly larger ones on the bottom, and once they're empty, they all stack, and then you throw all the lids in the top one and they don't take up that much space. And when we need something, you just take all the lids out, grab the one lid you need with the one tote, and go to town. It's not too bad. But I've again, you know, th- these are different terms, these are different uses.
0: You, you know, like I've that's a short th- local move. It was fine. I've got this one tote that is maybe I've got two of them. They're the largest ones I have, so they're good because of that. But they're built like a treasure chest where it's got that like arch top to them and then they're on wheels. And um yeah, they're a pain in the ass because you can't really set things on top of them because they've got that arch. But but again, those these were hand me down totes. So it's like, oh, all right, they're free um i probably should replace them because they're in my crawl space which is kind of convenient for them being in my crawl space since they're on wheels they can roll around on the uh, cement floor in there kind of easily and it does keep them off the ground because of the wheels but it's also just like frustrating and annoying
3: like if i was like a dealer and i knew i was going to be moving toys all the time and possibly even keeping them stored long term like because it's stuck um like orson's totes from you know capture the prey like he's got these heavy duty totes that have a handle and wheels on them. And like that's a no brainer. It doesn't matter that it's $25. Foot lockers, not totes, but they're related. Yeah. Like, but it, just the point is, like that storage to transport them yeah. back and forth, it's worth the money in that case because you're constantly going back and forth. You need something reliable that's easy to roll into a convention center because you don't know how far it's going to be. Sometimes it's, you're right there. Sometimes it's, you got to carry that stuff half the way or get it upstairs and then you get an elevator, you know, like it's, it runs the gamut. Um,
0: I, it, one of my irises to... has
4: wheels. It's, it's come in handy.
0: I'd like to take a moment to tell a quick story about that. Um, so the drummer for system of a down, I kind of become a little bit of a nut job in the last couple of years, but, but I don't know, whatever. Um, since system of a down, like kind of just started to fizzle out. He owns a comic book store, a pretty successful one out of Las Vegas, and does a good amount of shows, and, and I've seen him at conventions, and I got a picture with him. He didn't seem happy that I wanted to get a picture with him, but he did take a picture with me, uh, but he just, again, didn't seem happy about it. Um, anyways, he uses music gear uh the the music gear like containers those big black things with the big heavy lids and the metal on the sides, uses that for all storage i'm guessing he's got a ton of that stuff from being in a successful band probably got a good majority of it for free and it's just like that's you know what that'll move crap and keep it safe and keep it sturdy and uh yeah i mean most folks can't do that but just a, a quick storage and transporting story uh that was fun to see
1: Sure, that's, an, um, that's another option. So, Christian, your archival boxes, if you want the next step up.
4: Yeah, yeah I need to upgrade those to roadie boxes next. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah.
3: um, You know, the, the best advice I can give to anybody, whether you're moving or rearranging, is clean house first. Don't move stuff you don't want. Like, you know, I, I think I briefly mentioned it when I did when we knew we were moving and I was like in that year leading up to it, like if there's stuff, you know, you're going to kind of part with get rid of it before you bother packing it and then dealing with it at your new place. Um, and again, there's, we've mentioned it a bunch of times, but you know, there's plenty of, you can find out, especially these days, you can find local dealers more and more. Um, and yeah, you're going to get 30, 40% of what they might put it on the shelf for. That's, that's just how the business works or you can list it yourself, you know, and again, we've got shows about that. But, yeah, just clean house and save yourself the hassle. You'll thank yourself later when you realize you don't really care about those toys. And it's more about just less stress. You've already paid for it and probably gotten your enjoyment out of that toy anyways.
0: And guess what? If you haven't liked it in the five or six years it's been sitting in a bin in your basement, you're not going to like it when you move. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, have, I have a box of Spawn toys that has traveled with me for... 15 20 years that is none of those toys have come out of the box in that time don't be phil yeah don't
3: are are they right next to to. your um what is it the the star wars toys the
0: power of the force or whatever it is no i don't have one of those anymore um right now it's like behind my couch that i just cleared off you know partially this weekend and uh i i need there's a i did contact a couple toy stores like hey you guys interested in buying these like no
3: we See, don't want that, we've blocked problem, your number I, I and we have like your face too. on the do not allow in
1: <laughs> i feel like that's part of the problem too and in you know my wife and i both like you just feel bad just like throwing stuff away right and but it's like what do you do like we had some stuff not necessarily toys but like other things that like goodwill wouldn't necessarily take because like a lot of times they've become more selective like a lot more people are donating things to you know goodwill savers whatever it may be like that's kind of like more the trend or a lot of the trend and so then they're like more picky with what they're getting from you especially larger items i can
3: i can literally tell you how to do this easily you post on the Craigslist in the free section. Oh,
1: free, right. Oh, that, yeah, anyone will take that. Yeah,
3: right. you post it in there. You're like, you can have them come to your house, which can be kind of sketch, you know, or you can just be like, yo, I'll meet you at the McDonald's at the corner, or, or whatever, and be like... Yeah. I got rid of... I don't know, I had this habit. I, mean, I bet everybody does this to some degree, where like, every electronic cable you ever get, you throw in a drawer. <laughs> and I don't know, it was probably like... 2012 at this point or something like that and i was just like i got like three drawers of this shit now finally i'm like there's like landline phone cables in in there and stuff you know because at one point early on when i was an adult those were still used a little bit like at some apartments and stuff right um i was just like i don't need this i don't need this and i was like i don't need 800 usb cables i'll keep three or four you know and get rid of the rest and i just I trimmed oh, it Rob, all down. What,
1: and I, what if I need my SCSI cable? Like you well, never so, know.
3: <laughs> Literally SCSI cables were in there as well. And it, <laughs> what you realize, you can just buy another one if you really need it. You know, you will you can hit up Monoprice or Newegg or Amazon and you can buy yourself another cheap ass cable if you need one. But guess what? You're not going to. Um, but yeah, I put all that stuff like in a big trash bag with a broken office chair. And posted it for free, and I got—I had to take down the listing within five minutes. Like yeah. people were hammering. Like the dude that ca- that I ended up getting—like drove from Nashville to my house, which is like forty-something minutes away, forty-five minutes away—to get this bag of literal trash. And I was like, "Chairs there if you want it too." And he, like, he tests it out
4: or or whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And
3: I, you know, of course, he threw it in his uh, his van. <laughs> you know, and yeah. where I was just like. Enjoy, dude. I don't know if you're just a tinkerer or a junk collector or what. I don't care anymore.
1: There's a lot of yeah. people like what? that,
4: yeah. What is a SCSI cable? It, it's the old
3: way we used to connect hard drives. Like, these days, it's a SATA cables. Uh, oh, okay. They're like Got the it. big gray ones. They're like like literally yeah. this wide and thin. Those are SCSI there, cables. Were,
1: there were was several. Wasn't cool. there – there's a couple other ones too that uh, – Like the like old printer the hookups and stuff? Yeah, yeah. The old standards back in – you know, the nineties or whatever. So, Mm -hmm.
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know
3: they had a name. So yeah, if you want to throw, get rid of something and it's not worth anything, that's, that's the way to do it. And then you, you know, if you're just like, if you can't get yourself to put those spawn toys in the trash,
0: (laughs) which is probably pretty hard to do if they're still boxed. There's a toy store in the city that I I had given a lot of these toys away to. and And this was a box that for some reason escaped my purview. Um, but, but there's a toy store in, in downtown, not downtown, on the north side of Chicago. There's a lot of toys um, and stores in Chicago. (laughs) There are, but this one in particular, he's got like bins at the front of his store that are like for the cheap toys, the the stuff that people will just rummage through, you know, the the dollar bin, $5 bin, $10 bins. And, uh, that's where a lot of stuff goes and you, you don't get a lot of money, but gone. You get a few no. bucks and it's gone.
3: I sold like most of my like 90s comic collection to a comic book store. And I, I sold almost all of my comic collection to them. And what was funny is like I had stuff like the Buffy comics and Angel, you know, for, from those along with just a bunch of other stuff. And a lot of that I actually got, I got money for. But then when it came to like a lot of the 90s comics, as well as um a bunch of army comics that I got from that were my dad's way, you know, some like, well, I don't know what 70s or something i don't know 60s that no one cares about anymore like those i didn't get crap for and he's just like i'm gonna be honest like he looked up a couple of them just to make sure they weren't worth anything like i don't think he was ripping me off or anything you know he was he's just like these are just gonna go in the quarter bin underneath the shelves and maybe somebody will buy one here or there you know so he's like i'll give you five bucks or ten bucks for it all i don't even remember anymore And i
0: just was like cool i don't i don't want them so i have twice found charity that are donating... that were looking for comp book donations for care packages for troops and donated comic book collections to those. Like, I'll go through them and like, oh, this one's autographed, save it. Like, oh, nope, I, you know, keep all my Age of Apocalypse because I want to keep that story or, you know, this one's got a cool cover. Um, and, and the vast majority of my comic book collection was just... Yeah, it's the same. It. I cherry-picked a few,
3: you know, yeah. here and there. Like, When Wolverine Broke His Claws... And I do have Age of Apocalypse number one. I kept it. Yeah. Um, Age yeah. of Apocalypse Alpha,
0: actually, not number one. Oh, okay. Age of Apocalypse Alpha. Because then there was Age of Apocalypse Omega that's when it ended. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Age of Apocalypse Alpha I had the the Majora cover.
3: Awesome. But yeah. Oil. Clean house before you pack it. Save yourself. And that's just a general reorganizing tip at all. is yeah. The less you have to deal with, the more sane you'll be.
0: So if you're moving, and and unlike certain things, your junk, it's not true. If you don't use it, you don't lose it. You still have it, even if you don't use it. It's still there, taking up space in your house, haunting your dreams.
3: Mentally, that crap weighs me down, and but that part of that's
0: just my nature. Disorganization. Your your spouse or partner will go into a room and like, why do you have all this crap? Like I don't know. I'm the other. Our
3: relationship is flipped. I'm the one. I'm like, why do you have all this crap in here? Let's get rid of them. She's like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, here we go again.
1: Or, or you get can all have, out, like. Or, or both of you could be like that, and then, and then you say you've been living in your house for fifteen, twenty years, and it's your stuff crammed everywhere. Then, yeah.
3: I find it. This goes for a collection, too. We do this in general in the house overall. Well, I do this and drag the family along. Is just kind of evaluating the rooms. You know, like, eventually be like, you know what? We haven't went through, like, our, our bathroom cabinets and drawers in a bit. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're full of crap again that we don't use. It's time to thin it down. That way, when I need some Neosporin, I can actually find it, right? Because <laughs> you know, it just gets buried under stuff you buy for one use
0: and then you never use again. Like the same concept of clean out refrigerator or freezer, but those have a little bit more uh, priority yeah. to them. That, definitely. Yeah,
4: good point. Yeah. Good point.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's just spring cleaning. It applies to your collection as well. You know, for those that do prune toys, time to time.
0: Yeah. One thing I have had a hard time getting rid of, and I was like, I was going to do it this weekend, and I forgot to do it, was uh, my CDs and DVDs. Oh,
3: oh, that's tough, man. I still have. Uh, live... I have all my CDs. I'm not going to get rid of them because I like physically owning them. I like having the cards. I still buy CDs. I'll buy them I'm on Bandcamp. So, like, yeah, I get the digital versions of me. I still like having it because you know, Spotify, you don't own music. You're just running it, which is we fine, still, too.
1: We still have VHS tapes, and I'm just like, what? We do have a working VCR at least, so we at least have that. But – the movies that we have it's not like it's not like it's like oh it'd be one thing if it was that you know you have whatever zone or just whatever something rare on on you know that's one thing but it's like some crappy vhs from the 90s you're like why why do i have like why why do we still have this
3: please god i've we never watch DVDs anymore, and the truth is, if we're gonna watch something, I'm gonna find somewhere to stream it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break out my Blu-ray either anymore. I'm gonna find a way to stream it.
4: That's I'm just, just about there.
3: I'm not and there. The, the hard okay. part though is the cartoon collections. Like I feel like those are part of my collection, even though right now they're just they're under like one of those long bins with wheels under the under the bed. But what's sad and um, one day we're, we're going to do this. This life has been busy for me in a bit. Like, I was looking at my Victory DVD set, right? And I was watching the first episode a little bit, and it was so bad quality. It looks like VHS quality. And this is the, the set that we were pretty excited when it happened. This Is, the, is it Madman? was not that what it was? Metrodome, yeah. Um, and, like, the tracking is bad, so it's, like, kind of shaky all the time, and it's really grainy. I was just like, man, this is like the nice release of it. And I was like, hmm. I went to YouTube, found the subtitle on there, and it looks a million times better. And it's just like, well shit.
4: Well, <laughs> like, you know, that
1: that's one of the things just, like um so the the old CRT TVs. So you know uh, several years ago you couldn't give those things away right like and it was hard there's a bit of a vintage market for To even do it now it actually is something where they um i mean there's somewhat of a market for some of those especially the larger ones now because people are getting back into vintage gaming and like those systems look like crap on um the uh uh, on, on the newer HD TVs and whatnot, and they look a lot better on that, you know, whatever fuzzy green. What, it's
3: what it was TV. designed for. Exactly. The bigger the bigger problem is input latency. Like they have to put in stuff to adjust for that. With a lot of the old systems, um, yeah. I, I have a RetroPie hooked up to my uh, electronic TV, my LED or LCD or whichever it is, and I actually like having the emulators upscale it Zelda and like. High re, high res right is pretty fun, but yeah, the input lag is definitely a thing.
1: Well, I think Zelda and some of those cell shaded uh, graphics and whatnot like aren't. I'm talking as about the bad. NES, right? But I'm saying some <laughs> of some of those things aren't as bad. They actually don't look yeah. as bad. PlayStation One and PlayStation Two look oh, like hot yeah. garbage. I bet so. Yeah. PS One always
3: yeah. looked like crap.
4: Sorry, right. people.
1: Right. No, it, it did so.
4: This is the G1 DVD that came out. I don't know. It's the Shout Factory one. You've got it uh-huh. too. Yep.
1: Um,
4: I went and got this off my shelf because I really thought that I hadn't opened the plastic wrap on this and I bought it in 2013. Oh,
3: we lost. Christian, we you're kind of cutting out there. You bought it in 2013. The, the and shininess from the yeah. box set is interfering with the signal. All right, you're back. Oh, I'm
4: sorry. Yeah, I really thought I hadn't taken it out, but I, I did, apparently. But, uh,
2: Peter i definitely it. haven't
4: watched all those dvds yeah peter has not peter's a different collector than i am though yeah.
2: yeah i've got the the big box set sealed and then i've got the individual set like open and then i had rips from somewhere something oh mine, mine's the american and then,
4: series i have the, the japanese one too
2: yeah and in 97 or so i traded a bunch of shit not shit toys that yeah. ended up being hard to rebuy uh for copies without subs because this is all pre-subs of headmasters uh master force and victory and zone and something called that they called hero which is just a bunch of commercials um then no subs so yeah trade toys for things in, in, in fact i yeah i'm still in contact with the person that did that trade
0: yeah I, next uh, week's episode we're going to have one of the actors from those commercials so i'm kidding
3: it's <laughs> like two weeks ago.
0: Um, no, no, different commercials. It. The Japanese commercials. We found oh, there Japanese oh. actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
3: we uh
0: I have the old
3: season box sets. Like and I remember some of those were pretty expensive at the time. Yeah, those. Like I remember I don't remember how much it was, but I remember it was more than I wanted to pay at the time because they were they were hard to find and rare. Now it's kind of silly to think about. It's like, man, you can just find rips on YouTube or you can download it somewhere or you can they're coming out with different versions or whatever. But at the time, that was the only way to get them, really. What
0: yeah. was the I... Hasbro network hub. Uh, hub? yeah. So hub was doing Transformers and G.I. Joe on at like, I don't know, 10 and 1030 at night or something like that. 11, 1130. And they finished so season cool. one and season two and didn't start to do season three of Transformers. And I was like, well, fuck you guys i want to see that now so then i went and bought season three of transformers on dvd and i think a month after i bought it they started showing season three and I'm like <laughs> assholes well jokes on them <laughs> how's hub doing these days
4: yeah yeah man that was really cool though i, I liked being able to see it anyway because we're yeah. off topic again. but
1: i i i do feel like though too part of the reason i bought some of those sets is because i couldn't find it on streaming And so I'm like, oh, I would like, like Transformers animated and whatnot. I was like, oh, I can't find the whole, you know, series and whatnot. I just want to watch it like bam, bam, bam with my kids. So, oh, I can find it on Amazon, the box set for, you know, whatever it it is and whatnot. So I've done that with a few different cartoons um, myself. So, but the
3: the good news is moving DVDs and Blu-rays or whatever is really easy, at least. yeah. Yeah. For the most part, they're square. Some people, sometimes they do those dumb sets where some weird shape collector's edition thing, but I don't think that so, impacts uh, the Transformer cartoon stuff
4: typically.
1: So, circling back, I know don't Matic pack crime, your books. um uh, was asking about uh, storing Transformers in Ziploc bags. Don't. Like, what's wrong with.
3: There
2: do are. It temporarily. You can do it no. temporarily, yeah. and yes. there are are zipper bags that you can get that aren't Ziploc brand that don't have the same issues that Ziploc brand bags have or other non it's,
3: it's the plastic in the bag that can deteriorate the plastic on the toy. And so like, if you're, if you're mailing something to someone, you don't want all the parts to go everywhere. Totally fine. It, it, right. You're going to be fine. It's, it's not a big deal, but like if you're going to stick it in there for 10 years before you look at right. it again, don't you might, it might well, be a little bad when you get it, get back to it.
1: One thing I was going to say is, is that um, like, I do think that Ziploc bags for moving actually are not a bad idea because it can help ensure like yeah. all of your stuff is together, like your accessories and whatnot, too. I think the other thing, too, is, is like if you put an individual figure in uh, the bag, it kind of like helps protect it a little bit, like from rubbing and things like that, because even it'll help stop some scratches. Right. Like, even, even if you're uh, putting it, like, with, uh, you know, whatever, like, uh, various packaging and, and whatnot, too, like, I think just having that extra layer with, uh the you know, the Ziploc bags and whatnot, I think, can, can help out. But, again, it's the difference, like, as we talked about, between storage and moving. Like, if you're going to keep them in there forever, don't put them in Ziploc bags because, like, you know, the off-gassing and,
3: and whatnot. Yeah. What I when I moved my G1 toys here like I think I put most of 84 through 86 in a single tote or something and again I just I just put them in there I, I didn't like knock them in but I did lay them in there and at the end of it I had a pile of silver weapons <laughs> and it was just like oh man I'm not like Peter or Nick that has all of these memorized I spent so a you're lot of time on this um, for the most part I went to Transformer land and I got but- through most of them but then there was like a few that I do remember yeah I went to the group yeah, and had to, we had to get some, I had to get some help on on a few, and I feel like there was, there's still a few parts that we never figured out what they went to.
2: There were a couple of randos that weren't transformers, and yeah, uh, I don't know, where they came know from.
3: Who, I don't know who knows what they were or how they got there. They're there now, and now they're sitting over there, right? Um, yeah, it, it, on the one end, like that's obviously if I'd have bagged them together, that'd have been a lot easier to deal with. But it also was kind of fun, you know, to sort through them a bit, like. You know, it's kind of like if you buy a lot of toys and it's kind of like a way to play with them in a a bit, except they were my own toys that are already owned. It doesn't mean I'm going to get a tote. i them all in there and then put them all back together again. But, you
0: know, but then you have that moment where you're supposed to be packing and your spouse or partner like walks in and you're supposed to be packing and you're playing with them. (laughs) No, I didn't see you playing with your toys, sir. You're supposed to be done with this room an hour ago so you can help in the kitchen. Why are you still in this room? Like <laughs>
3: it's
0: your fault for letting me be in here. You would know you know
3: what would happen. You married me, you knew what you were signing up for. <laughs> <laughs> Peter yeah. with a sideways glance. You chose to live with me.
4: I, I can't think of really many more moving tips. It's mostly just be responsible, be kind of aware of what you're doing. Like don't Make nice. sure you think about what you're going to do before you just do
3: it. And and honestly, no matter what, whether it's a short move or a long move, totes are the way to go totes for this stuff go. over cardboard boxes.
2: Totes. And use those totes. Totes the totes.
0: Because cardboard boxes ain't free either. Right.
2: No. Nope. Well, I mean, technically, if you... if you like small cardboard boxes, you can even put in an order for the semi-larger ones. The priority mail boxes they, they get them about <laughs> so yeah. deep. And my taxpayer dollar things paid for that. None of those Bezos dollars paid for those boxes, so I might as well be able to use them.
3: I remember we saw there was a thing where a guy made those furniture out of uh, priority a- mailboxes.
2: mailboxes.
4: Yeah, but I, I used banker boxes for years on my collection, and the good news about those is they, they did not leach plastic into my toys because they're made of cardboard. Then they stacked well and they're hard enough because they're double walled. You know, if you, if you need to do that, otherwise get toast.
1: But that's, that's more again, that if you're, if you're storing them somewhere where you don't have to worry about the elements, then it's not a bad option to do. But if you're going to put it somewhere where there may be flooding or there may be, you know, some type of water and whatnot.
4: Yep. You know, don't do that. Yeah. Also do remember that those boxes have holes in them for the handles. Like they're just there's open. So stuff could fall out if you have like a stack collapse. Which only happened to me twice. Nothing fell out and died, but it was dramatic.
2: Things can crawl in and
4: die. That had that happened to me when I took one to college. It was just one stink bug. It wasn't a big deal, but like Yeah, oh. you know, stink bugs get in there in the wintertime. That's living in a place. But yeah. Yeah, if you, can plan ahead, if you can plan ahead,
3: start it early, get rid of what you don't want, buy some totes, start packing them early. You are going to pack it yourself. I think that's also pretty consistent. It's up to you to deal with it. And how thoroughly you need to pack them depends on how far are you moving and are you moving the boxes or paying someone else to load the truck. You know, like all those things play into it. And, you know, the simpler the situation is, the more the lazier you can be is is the short version of it
0: and honestly ask yourself the question is moving more important than disrupting your collection for a lot of people the answer is probably no (laughs) yeah i can't imagine us moving again until
3: it's like you know an old folks home and i just auction off the house because i'm not moving these billies you know like half over half of them now have glass doors about half of them have glass shelves
0: Mm-mm. Nope, Peter. I've heard not. this is a. I've heard this about Florida. I, I'd like confirmation. Um, I've heard there is a overabundance of old people furniture in Florida to the point that estate sales are basically pointless, and there's a lot of old furniture that just gets thrown into dumpsters because of the senior population that moves to Florida, brings their furniture with them, and then they <laughs> pass away, and no one wants it. What everybody wants—one of those one-inch watches. thick green shag rugs,
3: and you know mm-hmm. the puke yellow cloth couch that's threadbare. Everybody loves
2: in, those. In Florida, um, there's an overabundance of uh, old people furniture that estate sales old have people basically too. become pointless to the point where people are just taking you know their furniture and just throwing it in dumpsters. Old people come down and then they pass away, and then the the furniture it, it just gets thrown out. It's true.
3: Yeah, that—that is the rumor I heard. (laughs) Yeah. Same for the old people.
2: The the old people—you find them in dumpsters too, rummaging around and saying, "Oh, I love Ron DeSantis! Yay!" And they do genuinely. (sighs) Oh, old people. Good night, Ilmatic.
3: Signing out. Um. Well, good luck on your upcoming move, Lucas. Yeah, wait. Whenever so are that that moving.
1: Happens. Whenever, whenever that happens, it should be exciting. I think Paul's it's still moving.
4: not sure it is. Various listeners, mm.
1: right? So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we we haven't covered. I don't know. Was, we was there any about other the off-topic topic, uh, stuff, numbers. Phil, that you wanted to cover, or just did you get that all covered?
4: I, I so I, book I club. Would, I think they're doing revolution now. Yeah.
1: I think that was the, the rumor. So. Sorry. I, I do like that. Anna is now using the, the recent revolution as, as an excuse to be like, well see like IDW used to not all be great. Some of it was bad. I'm like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Not so bad that they, you know, lost the license. No but bad enough because
4: I've accepted that you and I will never win that battle. You and I will never win that battle with Anna and that's okay. She's a different person than you and I are.
1: Did she read the new, uh, uh, comic?
4: Yes. She, she finished it today
1: and she enjoyed it. She did not. She did not. No. Okay, well, that's good, at least. at, at least She liked it more than I, I did. Page. She didn't get angry at it like I did.
4: We'll, we'll talk about yeah. that on the show, though.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, But yeah, Book Club this week will be Revolution Action Man and Revolution More Than Me CI. So.
4: Well, who, no, don't read Action Man. Just don't do oh, it. Don't. <laughs> Catherine, feel like... if you're out there, let, let me know how you felt about Treads and Circuits, because... It made me really heated, and I would like to discuss it with you. I could probably just text you. I probably will.
3: I think the book club has, the book cult has entered the masochism phase where the self-losing <laughs> takes in and they, you know, hurt each other. So
2: I don't know oh, if should so promote book cult anymore. Well, there's, that means they're ready for the main show. Come on, come on in. That's true. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: uh, and I think it's funny, Christian's like, hey, Anna, you know, text me. She's not, she doesn't watch this. She never listens yeah, to like any Catherine. of
4: them. Catherine was watching us earlier. Or oh, oh, I, I thought it's you were talking Catherine, about Anna. Not Anna. Sorry. No. Sorry. They're all bad. Yeah.
3: different people. Oh, so. that definitely are. Catherine actually watches the shows. She does. <laughs>
2: hey, the Moon Knight trailer just dropped. You guys.
0: Oh, oh cool! Yeah. I want to see that. Woo.
2: I'm excited. I saw Spooderman this weekend. I managed to avoid all spoilers before before we went wow. to the theater. Ooh. So
3: That's I saw Spooderman... Saturday night finally. Yep. Lucy had a it's sleepover
4: at someone's house so I was able to get out and see it. Going back to our first off topic with you know, how long it takes to make the right Marvel Legends figures. We'll, we'll get some of those really fun a little... said the a little
0: robot dip. Christian. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs>
3: Christian. Both Christian and Peter have been cutting out some today. Yeah, Christian a lot more. Oh, no. I moved
0: Here's
2: what... <laughs> when I moved over here, it got better.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, well, uh, thank you guys for uh, joining us tonight. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Thanks to, uh, Illmatic Prime. Thanks to Zaldron. Thanks to Catherine. Thanks to, uh, Destron oh. Peter. Thanks to Daniel. Um,
3: Paul was there for a bit.
1: Paul was in there earlier. I didn't say, I don't know if Ron was in there or not
3: um didn't see ron today
1: yeah i don't think i saw him in
3: there is yeah. it ron zeldron no no that's
1: randall, no, they're completely randall completely.
3: sorry different hours yeah. different people yeah.
1: they are so anyway um thank you guys and then are we doing uh microcasters this week correct christian
3: y'all didn't yeah, last week so yeah so. and,
1: and I apologize uh, about that uh, there's miscommunication as far it, as the it's okay to take a no I know but we didn't we didn't put up that we were missing it so oh. I I apologize for that uh, hopefully we won't have that happen again there's a little miscommunication on that uh, uh, going up Enotss was out there uh, too so anyway well t-
0: this has been transformers for your listening pleasure a presentation of Tftalk.net